0: We
1: are in the thick of it now. It's September 24th, Friday. It's everybody's favorite day of the week, Parlay Friday. I'm Steve Armato, back with Steve Inman. We had a solid day yesterday. We were looking to bounce back today. Before we get started, Steve, once again, welcome back. How are we doing?
0: Steve, I'm doing great. I got to talk a little baseball with you, a little different other sports here on a Parlay Friday. What could be better than that?
1: Nothing. And we'll have a side bet going on at some point, too, here today. A little preview there. All right, let's begin. Um, We talked about this pre-show. I Look, last week I said, give me Bryce or give me death for NL MVP. And now, um, since nobody's making the playoffs, like you said, you think, like, 10% should matter for that. Um, Juan Soto, I feel like he should win the MVP in the NL. I don't know, like, we've seen his numbers, like, this guy has been ridiculous with nobody in the lineup. So how, how are you feeling about that here?
0: Yeah, for anyone who's kind of like, really, Juan Soto, they're so bad. Go look at his numbers. Got a 325 average, a .470 on base. You know, he's going to drive in his 100 runs. He's just incredible. He's got the highest OPS plus in baseball right now. You know, he's got a, you know, 131 walks. 84 strikeouts, just just unreal in today's era of baseball. And it just goes to last night, he uh, he homers opposite field when they're up 2-0. And I'm like, why are the Reds pitching to him right now? Teams continue to pitch to him. I don't understand it. But at the same time, his numbers are so good. And that playoff thing, like, I don't think Harper and the Phillies are making a playoffs. I don't think Tatis and the Padres are making a playoffs. It's like, why should we punish Juan Soto because – his team's also not making a playoffs because his team decided halfway through the season, let's just blow it up. You know, like should we view his MVP candidacy less because they finished 15 games under 500 instead of two, like the Phillies? Like I don't, I don't see why that's the thing. You know, he's an unreal player. And by the way, he's only 22 years old.
1: Yes, he is only 22 years old, which is, it's like sickening. Um Also that home run. So the thing is like he hits, home runs. First of all, he doesn't swing at anything out of the strike zone. Nothing. Like he has he's the most disciplined hitter in baseball. We talked about this. It's it's un it's unbelievable his plate discipline. But that pitch last night, that wasn't even a bad pitch. Like it was on the outside corner and he just went opposite field down the line for a home run. If you look at his home run trajectory, he hits a lot of them the other way. He's just a complete hitter. Like he is like the you know what he is? He's the anti-shift guy like you can't shift him because he can hit the ball everywhere as evidence of his 325 batting average which in today's game is also unheard of and he's got 29 home runs he's got 92 RBIs he's second in OPS i know you said he's first in OPS plus which i believe adjusts for the park yep. um so look nobody's making the playoffs right i know i said last week give me Bryce or give me death for an lmvp but i got to be totally honest with you i haven't e- i hadn't even looked at Juan Soto's numbers to see what he was doing. he's been ridiculous. He is to me, like he's twenty two he's he's going to be the best player in baseball
0: at some point in the next three to five years if he I ever- think he might be there now. I yeah, mean, he's like also he, like the, he's also the most like underrated player in baseball. like here's his numbers in twenty nineteen, right? 282 average, 401 on base, 34 homers, 110 RBI, 110 runs scored, 950 OPS, right? Pretty good, right? He finished ninth in MVP for that and didn't even make the all-star team. Yeah, I mean – This is his first all-star appearance this year. This is year four. Wait,
1: did he he make the all-star team this year or did he just go in the home run derby?
0: He made the all-star team. This is his first all-star game ever. And this is, you know, his fourth year, all four years, he deserved it. Right. And it's just unreal how little recognition this guy gets, especially considering how he's already got a world series ring. He's and he was most- unreal in that world series. Like, I don't understand like why he's just so overlooked. And like, when you brought it up to me this morning, you know, oh, Juan Soto should be in this MVP conversation. I was like, wait, you're right. Like he should be. Like, we didn't even, I didn't even think of that. You know, no. it's unreal. It's
1: it's ridic it's ridiculous. All right, so I I think it's closer than a lot of people might than a lot of people think. I would I'm I'm gonna actually hold on. Here we go. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm going on the book right, right. now because I think I'm I'm gonna put a future in right now for right. this. Because the, like he has what, to be, What are our
0: odds for Juan Soto right now?
1: I'm, I'm going to go in and look because he has to be plus money because Bryce was like minus 145 as of yesterday. So here we go. Let's go. MLB, player awards, MVP, NL. Juan Soto is plus 450 right now for NL MVP. What, Bryce what is place
0: does that put him right now?
1: Third. Bryce third. is minus 215. Tatis is plus 250. And Juan Soto is plus 450. Wow. I'm putting
0: $25 on that right now. There you go.
1: Done. There we go. I just placed my bet. The value. Like keep in mind. Values like these, on Juan Soto.
0: These votes are not for a bit, right? So it's like with a little distance, you're not really going to remember as much that the Nationals stunk all year. You're just going to remember that the Nationals, the Phillies, and the Padres all didn't make the playoffs. And then who has the better numbers? And I think the answer is Juan Soto.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it, and you know what? It's not taking anything away from. Bryce or Tatis, I just personally think that Tatis falls out of this because his defense is so bad. Not that, like, he leads the league in errors. I don't know. You can't be the MVP to me if you lead the league in errors. I And I know Soto isn't, like, a great defender, but that just takes him out for me. I, I don't know. I don't know how you the feel. The
0: error thing, I get it. But to me, errors are mostly because your range is so good and you're getting to balls that normally are base hits to other guys, especially when you're playing up the middle like Tatis did for most of the season. Tatis' big negative to me is just so much missed time. You know, he had the shoulder problems, and, you know, we didn't even know he was going to come back in April, right, like for the season. And for him to do what he's done this season, he deserves enormous credit. And whether that's a top three MVP finish, top two, top one, he's had an incredible year. But at the same time, he is not a good defender right now at short. They're trying to figure out can he – Can we hide him in the outfield and just make the bat play? I don't think that's going to be a good long-term solution either. So Padres have some questions going on with their most valuable player.
1: Yeah, I agree there. Now, all right, we have this. This is a side bet, okay? Soto's 22 years old right now, right? Yes. You said he could possibly hit free agency at 26?
0: Yeah, 25, 26. Okay,
1: so I'll let you tell him what the side bet is here.
0: Okay, so basically I was saying how Juan Soto's in a hit for agency at 25, 26 years old, most likely. And why can't he be the highest paid player in baseball? You know, Mike Trout got 12 years, 426 and a half million dollars a few years ago. I think if I'm Juan Soto, I'm saying, Hey, I wanna be here. You're gonna give I'm the best player in baseball, you're gonna give me more money than Mike Trout. I think that's something we both agree on. Yes. Oh, no, no, that's we we agree on that. And then you spewed out he's gonna get a billion dollars. A billion dollars. Bill right now we're Bill. at with a B. So right now we're at 426 million as the biggest contract. So you can make a case that Juan Soto can get more than that. But the idea that he's gonna get double the highest pay, more than double the highest paid contract in history of sports, I don't see it. I think he's you know, our bet is gonna be I think he'll be closer to half a billion. 500 million and you think he'll be closer to a billion and we'll bet a we'll bet a couple of rounds two rounds rounds of drinks two rounds of drinks the first time we get to meet in person well of course hopefully we'll meet in person before then because it's not going to be a bet decided for you know three four years (laughs) four years and uh, it may never be decided because this is null and void if Juan Soto signs an extension
1: so 26 years old Soto becomes a free agent if he becomes a free agent you gotta adjust like you gotta adjust for inflation here right now. But not- inflation's not two
0: hundred percent.
1: we don't know. We don't we don't know. So maybe it's not, maybe it's not the billion, but he's gonna be closer to a billion than five hundred million.
0: I don't think so. I think, Did, I mean, he'll get paid handsomely. And you know, you know he is
1: going to get it. Does it really matter? Like, what are we even talking about at that point?
0: right? I, I mean, just think like, you know, the way it works is everybody always kind of ones up each other by, you know, five to 10%. I just don't see 200% right now. And if anyone deserves a billion dollars in sports right now, you could say Patrick Mahomes, you could say, you know, LeBron James, maybe a couple of years ago, you'd say Juan Soto. And Juan Soto definitely deserves Giant money like that, I just don't see him making that jump in this era. If he played in twenty fifty, yes, but in twenty twenty two, I'm not sure.
1: If he's twenty five at free agents, if he if somehow the Nationals decide to let him go to free agency, which would be incredibly stupid, um, if somehow the Nationals decide to let him hit free agency, you don't think he's go- Like, you don't think he's going to be in the ballpark of like? I feel like fifteen years at like five hundred and fifty million is is reasonable. Say it again. Fifteen years. So take until he's forty. Okay. At five hundred and fifty million. Yeah. And that means I win the bet. No, that means I win the bet. He's closer to a billion. Oh, 550 no, no, million i'm an idiot, I'm an idiot. i thought it was without million. i thought it was without going over that was that was stupid no 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 not go, not my fiance not going over. my fiance always good. tells me how bad i am at math so there you go no, 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 no. Um, you gotta
0: get you gotta you need him to have 751 million or more
1: i think look so i need like seven i need like seven seven hundred and fifty one million. million or more oh Wait, yeah that's you, doable steve cohen is an doable. Owner. <laughs> steve cohen is an owner right now in sports in sports if the Mets, you know what we need, you know what I need? How this is what I need. And this is only for two rounds of drinks here. And that's like yes. five years from now. Now, this three is what years, we, three years. Three years from now. So this is what I need. What we really need is the Mets to just stink so bad for the next three years that Steve Cohen's like, I'm gonna pay this guy a billion dollars.
0: Very Steve doable. That is very thing doable. Thing. But at the same time, Ooh. you're also gonna need some other owner to come out and try to compete with Steve Cohen for that that's true to get that price tag up, which who knows? That's I true mean too. The Nationals love him. I don't know if he'll get the free agency. The one reason I do think he will is because his agent is Scott Boris.
1: Yeah, Boris is going to turn down deals. Look, you saw what happened with Bryce Harper. So Yes. I mean, there you go. Um, all right, Bill, I'm just going to stick to it. He gets a billion dollars if he hits right. free agency at $25. so go. i am going to say he gets 500000000 a- million. We'll see. Okay, Let's there we go. See. That's We'll see. All right, here we go. Here we go. Now it is everybody's favorite day of the week. It is Parlay Friday. I got the big stupid hat on. Everybody loves the big stupid hat, though. But um, all right, let's start. I got. I only have two. I don't know how many you have. I, only I have, have two. Parlay. All right, perfect. So let's start with your first one for today.
0: So I'm calling this the glimpse into New York sports parlay. You know, Steve and I are big New York sports fans. You know, I don't know who's listening, whether you're around the country, but New York sports have been a disaster for about 10 years. So this is a glimpse into the last 10 years this weekend. So I'm going with the New York Yankees, Gary Cole on the mound tonight to win against the Boston Red Sox. No surprise there, right? The New York Mets, Tyler McGill on the mound in Milwaukee to lose. There we go. I have the New York Giants playing the Falcons to lose. And I have right. the Denver Broncos beating the New York Jets in Denver. All of those four things plus 777, 777. I applaud you because those New are York, all, the glimpses in New York sports. It's is, been a disaster, but now we're gonna profit off of it.
1: I like I like that. That is a very solid parlay. Just that it's it's pretty much on the money right there. So I, I love that. Then you said that's what plus fifty seven seven seven. Seven seven, seven is good luck. That so. I think I didn't do slot, that on purpose. That's the slot machine jackpot right there. Yep. So that's perfect. All right. I, I like that, I like where your head's at. Um, I'm going. My first one for today. This one's baseball, and then my next one is it's a little crazy. This one is called "We're All Missing the Playoffs" parlay. This is plus six twenty-one. This is Rockies plus one and a half at home versus the Giants. Rockies plus one and a half at home is like sixty-six percent on the season. So let's keep riding that wave. A's money line just because it looks like a trap line. The A's are favored against the Astros. Um, that's that's a trap to me. Um, so I like the A's and then Royals money line because anytime I've bet on the Royals this year or bet against the Royals this year, they've crushed me. So I'm going to flip it and they're playing the Tigers. So Rockies plus one and a half, A's money line, Royals money line plus six twenty one. That's Man. not bad.
0: That's not bad. And you know we we need the uh we need the Rockies to do a little better than our New York Mets to save that draft pick. We had that discussion yesterday. But uh, I, I like that. I, I think it works, and uh, I'll give you my last one now. So I'm going with just the Cardinals parlay. Oh. I'm taking the St. Louis Cardinals to keep this win streak alive in Game 1 today. They have J.A. Happ on the mound, who's looked back to his old self. He had a 70-year array in Minnesota. He's got a 40-year array in St. Louis. Of course he does. They're facing the Chicago Cubs, who have been awful. I'm taking the Cardinals in Game 2 against the – Chicago Cubs, again, both of those are um, minus one and a half. And then I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals minus seven and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that's plus 633, two baseball Cardinal wins today, and then a Arizona Cardinal win on Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: That is bold. Just because it's both legs of the doubleheader, it's bold.
0: And they got to win by one and a half each. But I'm just like you're taking the hottest team in baseball, 12 in a row, versus – so probably you can make a case they're one of the worst teams in baseball right now, at least in the National League and the Chicago Cubs. So let's go with it.
1: And the Cubs aren't throwing anybody good. Like Zach and also
0: with, with the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence has not looked good yet. I think he'll be a good quarterback, but it's, it's week three of the NFL season. He's facing a pretty good team in the Arizona Cardinals. Let's go with uh, Arizona to beat them up.
1: I don't think – like, I I know Lawrence hasn't looked good. I just don't think it's entirely his fault because that offensive line – That line –
0: I don't think that's going to be fixed this week either.
1: Oh, no. Chandler Jones is going to eat this week. Like, it's going to be bad. So, I I agree with you there. Now, finally, this is – I always got to do one of these big ones because it's – Somebody's got to. Yeah, somebody's got to do it, right? This is called the long weekend parlay. Plus 1787. Not that it's a holiday weekend, but this just goes to Monday. So tonight, Dodgers money line against the Diamondbacks. Then we go tomorrow, we got two. We got Wisconsin minus six and a half against Notre Dame because I think Notre Dame stinks and they're always the most overrated team in college football. Then we have Wyoming first half minus 17 versus Utah. I think that one will be easy stay away from full game after what happened to me last week. Then Sunday, Chargers, plus 6.5 against the Chiefs. Road underdog, coming off a loss. I know the Chiefs are coming off a loss, but for some reason, they just don't cover spreads. And then finally, the Eagles, plus 3.5 against the Cowboys on Monday night. That brings us to plus 1787.
0: Yeah, I, I, my that's only my own concern 18. there is going to be Kansas City. I just... I never want to bet against them, especially in games where you know that charter game is going to be high-flying scoring where the last team with the ball is going to win. And you're talking about basically not a 50-50 because I think Kansas City has a better chance of scoring all the time. But it's uh, that one's going to be the one I think that's going to be the nail-biter of of the parlay.
1: Well, yeah, I agree. But I just also like the the Chiefs haven't covered a spread since like Week 9 last year against the Jets. Oh, wow. So they – I don't know. They're like sleepwalking to me and they can sleepwalk. I I don't think they're going to lose the game, but I think it's a field goal. Also, yeah, like fair. I said, like I said, road underdogs coming off a loss or since 2019 are hitting that like
0: 60%. In the NFL. And that's why you got to listen to this show every day. People, this guy knows his numbers.
1: That's right. That's it. I don't know how to count them, but I know how to put them together for parlays and stuff. There like you go. That. So, all right. So you do anything good this weekend before we get out of
0: here? Nope, just uh, going to try to enjoy the sports. Uh, not watching too much Mets these days, but uh, watching a little other baseball, checking out the uh, the playoff push, and obviously a big NFL Sunday ahead. I'm hoping my Giants can get a win in front of uh, Eli Manning, his jersey retirement uh, Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. But at the same time, I'm not betting on it. I'm betting against it, believe it or not.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't bet on that either. I, Daniel Jones is due for one of those like three fumble, two interception games. So I guess... Everything we'll else it. has
0: gone wrong except for him so far. So of course that's next. Right, he's he's definitely due. So
1: everyone, don't forget to go to gameday.com and check out everything our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcast. That is Parlay Friday for September 24th. For Steve Inman, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you next week.